If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. We are back with another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast today. And today's episode is exploring a really important difference between feeling lonely or just missing a relationship in general versus missing your ex specifically. And what you'll learn in this episode is both are completely normal and you're going to experience a lot of both after going through a breakup. But it is really important to know that there is a distinction. And I'll get into why it's so important to know that there's a difference between the two. The first thing is, I would say for most of us, it's human nature to want to be in a relationship. I think a lot of it's like biologically programmed into us that we want to have a partner that we do life with. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to be in a relationship. And I think sometimes when people talk about how important it is to love your life single, they translate that to get to a place where you don't need anyone else in your life. And that's not the point of it, unless that's the point you want to get to. But if you are someone that wants a relationship, you can learn to be really content with where you're at and also want a relationship. So the reason it's so important to know the difference between just generally feeling lonely and really missing your ex is what most people do is they equate everything that they're missing after a breakup and they solely put that on their ex. So let's give an example. Let's say after my last breakup, I obviously missed the relationship. I missed living with someone that I loved. I missed going on adventures with this person. I missed our walks that we took at night where we would digest and talk about the day. I missed, you know, the physical affection, obviously, of the relationship. So I could just list off like 50 different things that I really missed right after going through a breakup and these 
these empty voids that I felt. The problem would be if I, those list of 50 things that I missed in the relationship, if I said, only my ex can give that to me. This is all just because I'm missing my ex. If I thought that, and then I also thought, oh, they're out of my life, that would feel pretty hopeless. I would feel like this person took 50 important things in my life away from me. I don't know if I'll ever get it back from that person. That's a pretty scary place to be in. So that's why it's important to know that there's a distinction because a majority of those 50 things that I miss about my ex aren't just things that my ex can give me, not even a little bit. A lot of those things are just things that I miss about having a partner, having a companion, having a support network. So that's why it's important to remember that there's a distinction because most of the things that you're missing after a breakup are things that you can not only get in your next relationship, there are also a lot of things that you can get not in a relationship. So what I recommend people to do is, and 50 might be an exaggeration, but I want you to list out the voids that are left by the breakup because as much as it's important to sit in your feelings and feel the pain of going through a breakup, you don't just want to exist with all of these voids, with all of these things that you're missing. You'll just feel like an empty, gaping hole. And that's not a good place to be in. And especially that's not a good place to be in because what I find are people that just sit in that discomfort, they're typically the ones that like rush into a new relationship because they're like, I feel so uncomfortable. I feel so empty. I need to fill this right away with someone new. Or I have to go back to my ex. If you feel like your ex took 50 things away from you that are completely irreplaceable, you're likely to go back to them or try to go back to them or fight for them back or beg or plead for them back. So taking this time to identify the voids left by the breakup, and I'll give you three examples. When I went through the breakup, I felt the void of not having someone to talk about my day with especially I'm someone that works from home alone most of the time, it's really important for me to have someone that I can talk about my day with. I really felt the void of having like my partner in crime, like my person that we go on adventures with and we, you know, plan fun things on the weekends together, like kind of always having someone that was down to go do something. And then I really felt the void of not having someone to comfort me when I was going through something. And I remember the first time after my breakup, I had like a really big work situation that I was dealing with and I felt really anxious about it. And I remember thinking like, man, I wish, I wish he was here. I wish he was here to help me just process through this whole thing. And those are all very normal voids to feel after going through a breakup. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. 
Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. And once you have identified those voids, it's obviously a good thing to be like, okay, in my next relationship, I want someone who I can talk about my day with, who I can go on adventures with, and who I can find comfort in when I'm going through something. But this is also something that I don't necessarily have to wait for a relationship with. Those are just ways that I generally felt lonely in my life. So what you can do instead is find new ways to fill those voids so you aren't left with that feeling of just loneliness. You can't control your ex coming back into your life, but you do have some control over the extent of loneliness and extent of emptiness and void that you feel left by your ex. So someone to digest the day with I got into this habit of calling a friend at the end of the day. I'd go on a walk, call a friend, just be like, how was your day? They they would tell me about their day. I would tell them about my day. And it was just this nice connection that I had with, with another person that really helped me feel like I wasn't just floating in space by myself and was never going to feel connected again. Someone to go on trips and adventures with, I started being kind of the the planner among my friends and it's my friends ended up calling me the the cruise director where I was always trying to coordinate a girls night or girls trip or something like that. And what's really cool about that is I got into the habit of doing that after the breakup and it's actually still something I do now. Obviously, I take trips with my husband and I do things like that, but I have a couple like go-to friends that really stepped in when I was going through the breakup that I still love going on adventures with. And then someone to comfort me when I'm going through something. I realized a lot of that was well within my control of me just having to ask. So 
sending a text and saying, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Can we talk? I'm feeling really sad. Can we talk? I'm feeling really angry. Can I vent? Things like that. So the key here is if I believed that only my ex could do those things, I would have gone without those things and I would have felt really crappy and really alone. So remembering so much of the things you got in a relationship are really just things that we as humans crave, which is like community and companionship. They're not just things that your ex can give you. And again, it's really important to identify those voids because otherwise, I mean, not only will you be in pain and uncomfortable, but you're also probably more likely to jump into something new that may not serve you the best. The next thing I want to say is obviously, it's also completely normal to miss your ex. It's also completely normal to miss really specific things about your ex. And, you know, it could be their smell, the sound of their voice, the way that they held your hand. Like, I'm sure you could list another tons of things that you miss just specifically about your ex. So obviously, you can't fill those things with friends because they're not your ex. That's why it's so important to try to identify just the things about a relationship that you miss and try to get those things in other ways. But I also think it's really important, and I wouldn't recommend doing this in the beginning because it would be far too, I think, triggering. But at some point, it's a good idea to write down what you actually miss about your ex because... There are going to be things that you will identify and you'll say, wow, I really loved that we liked the same kind of music. And you'll think, "Okay, when I'm dating in the future, it's actually important to me that someone has the same taste in music as I do because you've experienced that. So it's really important to take note of both sides of things. And again, making sure you know that there is a distinction. But both things are very valuable information. One is things that you can start doing now to fill that void, and the other is information that is super valuable for when you start dating again, because that's how you learn what you want in a relationship, is you take a look at what did you like about past relationships, what did you not like about past relationships. The last thing that I think this disentanglement, I don't know if that's a word, disentanglement helps with is knocking your ex off the pedestal. So I talk about how it's really important that you don't hold your ex up on a pedestal. I mean, it doesn't help your healing, but also no one's up on a pedestal. We're all humans. We're all on the same level. So you shouldn't have like a power differentiation between you and your ex. But by realizing that your ex isn't responsible for your entire feeling of connection and companionship and support and happiness and well-being, realizing they're not responsible for all of that, it'll knock them off the pedestal. You won't look at them as like some god-like figure. You'll just realize, okay, I'm just a human who wants a connection with another human being. My ex was great. They you know, did these things. I'm sad that it's over, but it's also not the end of the road for me in terms of being able to get my needs met. So I would really recommend, you know, after this episode that you take out a journal and really do some writing and figure out how can I get some of these voids filled so I'm not just walking around 
feeling completely empty and completely lonely and like you have no one because you do have people in your life. It's just a matter of figuring out how to ask them for help or, you know, or like I did, like take the initiative and plan things with friends and become the cruise director of your own friend group because no one deserves to feel completely lonely. It's just, it's not a good place to be in. So I will see you guys back here next week with another episode. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.